This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hardcover Hose, a long-distance book club where two book lovers express their feelings on their book of the moment via podcast. I am one half of your host, Sam Cabrera-Dixon. And I'm Sadie Sforstad. Together we have come through book talk, combined our to-be-read lists, and now we intend to make our way through them one book at a time. We'd love for you to come along with us and join the discussion. The book of the moment for today's episode is It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. Just a forewarning for those of you listening, this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will be discussing this book in all of its glory, which of course includes revealing the ending. (laughs) Colleen Hoover is the number one New York Times bestselling author of 22 novels and novellas. Hoover's novels fall into the new adult and young adult contemporary romance categories, as well as a psychological thriller. Uh single psychological thriller with um verity no she has a psycho thriller she has okay uh she's <coughs> sorry that came out of nowhere um i know she is best known for her 2016 romance novel it ends with us i feel like that should I know. not be described <laughs> as a romance i know um many of her works were self-published before being picked up by a publish- publishing house as of october 2022 hoover has sold more than 20 million books which is fucking insane um that's ridiculous before we jump into discussing our own thoughts and feelings regarding the book i'm gonna go ahead and read through the blurb on the back of the book for the sake of contextualizing it quote lily and her ex-husband ryle have just settled into a civil co-parenting rhythm when she suddenly bumps into her first love atlas again after nearly two years separated she's elated that for once time is on their side and she immediately says yes when atlas asks her on a date but her excitement is quickly hampered by the knowledge that though they are no longer married ryle is still very much a part of her life and atlas corrigan is the one man he will hate being being in his ex-wife and daughter's life Without any further ado, let's get into it. Okay, trigger warnings real quick. Uh, I didn't realize my phone's on 18%. I guess my charger was not plugged in last night. So, speedy episode. Uh, Trigger warnings, abusive relationship, alcohol abuse, cancer, childbirth, depression, domestic abuse. Also, like, child abuse. I don't know. It must have been mentioned. Infertility, brief mention, but then resolved. Pregnancy, rape, suicide, brief discussion, and violence. Okay, so obviously we covered It Ends With Us. Mm -hmm. It is the one Colleen Hoover book that I can tolerate to an extent. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this just had nothing that It it Ends With Us had. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing. There was no depth to this whatsoever. There was no complicated... Because I felt like It Ends With Us did such a good job of explaining the complexities of being in an abusive relationship and those Mm -hmm. like beautiful moments that make you want to stay and forgive that person and like maybe they'll change and the complications of knowing you deserve better and wanting to leave but like you can't and your lives are intertwined and it's just so difficult it did i felt like that book was like it was heartbreaking because it felt so real and raw in that way 
In this, she jumps into a relationship with Atlas and has no PTSD from... Yeah. Like, there are no... Like, how do you... Because there is so much that goes into being in a healthy relationship after yeah. you have been in a toxic relationship. Yeah. And this was just... And so I think it was supposed to be that magical, but they're each other's person. And so everything's just rainbows and butterflies. But, like, It Ends With Us was... The only thing that was good about It Ends With Us was that it was so real and raw and well thought out in that way. And this had none of that. This was giving, oh, this thing that ended, I can't accept that it ended, so I'm going to write some fan fiction about it. It literally... Yes, it literally, like, her author's note at the end was, I, she literally said, she goes, I promised to myself and everyone around me, I was never going to write a sequel to this book. But there were online petitions, everyone wanted one, and so I decided to write a little bit that would make Atlas and Lily happy. So, like, she never intended to have another story. I feel like, and this is literally going to be us talking circles around what we said last week, but it's literally second book second syndrome, book. first of all, yeah. which I'm going to trademark that <laughs> yeah. right now, but it's also the whole like book talk world mm-hmm. and demanding book world things. demanding something that was never supposed to see the light of day, you yeah. know, yeah. or was never even an, an idea, but mm-hmm. because it's been demanded and there's like a, even like money I'm, to be made. Right. I don't even like Colleen Hoover, right? Like no. as a person, not for me. Um, but like she quite literally was bullied into writing. She was. <laughs> and she was like, you know what? You would do it too for a check. Like it yeah. it's it's it makes sense why she did it. I just wish like she didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I felt um the only like redeeming factor for this one for me was I was glad that the title of It Starts With Us didn't have to do with like Lily was, and Atlas. I'm no, glad it was, it was Atlas, Atlas and his and brother. His brother. Which know. that was that was cute. That was the only thing where I was like, okay, I'll give you one point. One point for this. One point to Gryffindor for this. Literally, because I was like, if it really is, it starts with us because Lily Lily and Atlas are in a relationship. I was gonna be like, come the fuck on, bro. Like, just come on. So the, the whole little ooh twist, Atlas has a little brother and mm-hmm. he is stopping the line of abuse in his family too. It's like Lily 2.0, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, I can get behind that. I'm glad that she at least took it in that direction, and it wasn't yeah. just like, here's a romance about Lily and Atlas, even though we already kind of had that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I agree with you about the jumping into a relationship and having zero PTSD from, or and she, like- and it always came back to her being like, well, I just know Atlas isn't him, and it's like, okay, well, you knew the Atlas from your 20 body years ago doesn't wasn't no. him, yeah, yeah. and exactly. Exactly. I like any man getting like she literally said there was a scenario where like Atlas was getting really angry, but it was in a protective way over her. And she goes, even being around him when he's angry, like it, it doesn't upset me at all. Whereas yeah. it was like when and it was just like mm, I don't know if that's uh realistic, my dude. Um, I will say I'm glad she didn't give Ryle any kind of redemption arc. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I would have Because people were like, that might had. happen, and it should happen. And I was like, no, it fucking shouldn't. Some people are horrible people. And yeah. we shouldn't have to, like, 
give them an oh, okay i guess you're better now vibe fuck that shit hold grudges yeah 2023 hold grudges <laughs> like yes. I'm, I'm glad they did not give him a redemption and I, but i was very upset that uh obviously that lily still had to <coughs> face him mm-hmm. in his uh abusive ways that was mm-hmm. like okay i thought we were maybe not gonna see ryle at all for this book which would have been fun did you have like a like a fucking lump in your throat the entire time when the first time like atlas came over to lily's apartment yes i don't know why i was like oh my god did was it ever resolved that like Ryle gave Lily back her key? Because I remember they had the conversation, but like, did he do he it? He took it. Yeah, he took it off, and he okay, left okay. It. I couldn't. I think I like was scared, so I was blacking that out. But yeah. then I was like, oh my god, can you imagine if like Ryle is trying to come over right now? Mm-hmm. I was like terrified for her. I I know every time they were in that apartment, I was afraid that yeah. Ryle was gonna just show up, or he was like hiding in the apartment or something like ready. Yeah. To attack in some way. I uh, loved. Uh, obviously, I love the depth of Atlas's character. I just but I love was, Atlas's character. I do too. I do too. I think he's the redeeming quality of these books in a lot of ways because I think Lily's character fell off for me in this one. I'm not gonna lie. She yeah. was like just so much different in the first book, which Colleen Hoover writing these books like fucking ten years apart or something like that, right? Like, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, well, she was just a much more complex character in the first one. But like again, yeah. I don't know. I think the thing is, is like she wrote this book with the intention of giving Atlas and Lily a just a little happy ending, just a little piece yeah. of them being happy together. Mm-hmm. And I don't. So it's like I guess in that sense, it's like it is just a little novella of mm-hmm. how many pages is it? It was like three hundred or something like that. I think so. It's not a novella. It felt like a novella. It, it did. It like, was extremely fast. It was extremely fast, and it was just like it lacked plot. Anything. Yeah. Um. There really was no plot. Was there a plot? There was no plot. The like, plot like beyond... was like Atlas's brother. That was the plot. Okay, well, that's a side plot for like any other book. Yeah. But, no, hundred percent. Hundred. Yeah. Okay. Did you think that uh, was the kid Theo? Um, the guy, his like therapist, quote unquote. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you think that Theo and Atlas's brother were gonna be in love? Yes. Because I did, and then I was I really disappointed it. when it didn't happen. But at the same time, it was really cute to see. Oh yeah. Just uh-huh. two little boys and like one who just like did not give a shit that his friend was gay. Yeah. Pardon my cats fighting in the background. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they are ready to rumble. Um. Yes, I I agree. That was cute, but I kind of had this vibe that maybe they were gonna be like, Lots of, "I like you." I know. I'm just like, oh my god, all those sleepovers that they had. I know. My little oh, gay heart wanted them to be uh, gay, but I know. Me too. I just want everybody to be gay. So I think just, Atlas and his like big brother dad era is kind of cute, though. I will I will put that out there. Yeah. I like Atlas. I like Atlas. And I liked, I thought it was, okay, so I had some cringy things, obviously. There's always going to be something cringy that I pick up on. One, Lily writing to Ellen again. Fuck it! Stop! I almost was like, oh, I can't read this book. (laughs) Okay, I have something to say about that. Because they also bring up TikTok. Oh, that too. That too. But I hated how that made me reflect on Ellen. I'm like, so is Ellen 
not a shitty person in this universe, but TikTok does exist in this universe. Yep. 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 I did. Also, yeah. what's the time difference then in these books? Because they said it was two years, right? So, but what but, year was fucking like it? It, it ends with us wasn't in was in like the early two thousands, right? Or like the yeah. early two thousand ten. So now TikTok, like, there's a big discrepancy discrepancy in the time. Yeah. There. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> one of those mornings. Yeah. Um, that's okay. I just was frustrated by that also like i know that they were you know best friends to lovers from being kids so i know that things can move fast in that best way friends to lovers to strangers to lovers again like yes. uh, which I, I do like that um and i guess in that way i guess i like second chance romance in, mm-hmm. in this case um but I was just like, they were moving fast for me a little bit, but I understood. Yeah. But I was also like, but the book is moving fast. Like, it's just a quick, very quick. There's, It's not like the most complex piece of literature you've ever read. It's for the like little white girl nurses, you know, that's who Colleen Hoover writes for. <laughs> the blonde nurses who were mean to you in high school yeah. and probably cheated their way through nursing school. And are probably gonna, also anti-vax. And are yes, very good point. And are probably also anti-vax. Like yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. So I understand her audience probably, like her targeted audience probably isn't the smartest people ever. So I understand. But uh, how horrendous that we as like that is a well-known uh, yeah trope of mm-hmm. or stereotype of nurses that nurses are that's that's bad. Like the people no, that no, I no. know who have become nurses. I wouldn't trust to be my. Somebody That's said so recently, up. That's like, so fucked up. Somebody me. said recently, you guys all should be working out and taking your vitamins because I've been seeing people in our like doctor medical classes and nursing classes who are just watching Netflix during the lectures. Yeah, <laughs> we are not in safe hands. No, I know. Isn't that scary? Eat your apple. Every day. Sure, Apple. No kidding. I know. When I was saying the whole thing about mean nurses, were you like picturing people from high school? Because yes! I was. Like yes! I have I have exact faces I in my head. I have people in my head yeah. right now. <laughs> and I feel bad saying like I don't think they're smart, but I don't think they're smart. No. And they're mean. Yes. That's the bottom line. Even if they have smarts, they are mean. So. Honestly, I, but when it comes down to life or death, like if you're going to be mean to me, fine, but just keep me alive. I don't know. Like, yes, obviously, I prefer you to be nice and not racist and not homophobic, but... I don't know. I don't know. Just keep me alive. Yeah, but then they'll just hate crime you. I've seen a a lot of Grey's Anatomy, okay? (laughs) Just don't hate crime me via letting me die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I do have a will to live. (laughs) Anyway, that's the demographic that Colleen Hoover's readers are. Um... And I think it's very obvious in the way that she wrote this book. There were no big words. The paragraphs were teeny tiny. I'm not going to lie, though. Reading this book, it was like I picked up a book right after. Like I was just ready yeah, to Yeah, it did reading. get me out of the slump. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I proceeded to read two more books this weekend after. Yeah. Or whenever I finished. I don't, I don't even know. But it definitely got me through. out of the slump. I'm halfway through my the next book we're recording. Oh, really? I haven't started yet. I think I'll yeah. start today or tomorrow. I got time. But that's so fun. No, I, I love it. I read tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow right after this. Right. In like a day. 
it's like, wow, look, the curse is lifted. <laughs> we can read. <laughs> I don't understand how. Wh- I don't why. either. It, I think it just like motivates you because it's really easy to get through. Yeah. But and then your brain's not- like, yeah, more of the same, more of the same. You that felt it. an accomplishment. felt like an accomplishment finishing a book. Yeah, 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 exactly. So fast, yeah. I know, right? I know we have a few more to go. I'm excited for our holiday ones, but mm-hmm. um, you, let's ad break real quick. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to discuss the rest of it starts with us, let's listen to a quick word about the brand sponsoring today's episode. All right, let's continue the conversation. Okay, so what else? Um, yeah. I don't this, <laughs> just. <laughs> This whole book just felt so unnecessary. Yeah, it really did. It really, really did. I, I'm glad I. Am I glad I read it? I don't know. I don't think I am. I think I could have done without this book, actually. I think Um, I'm glad that this was the last Colleen Hoover book we'll read. You know what I mean? Me too. Like instead of picking up something that would have just been horrible, at least this was like okay. You know. Yeah, I do have to say. I think at some point in. If I get desperate enough, or I'm in a reading slump, or whatever, I love. yeah, I still have. Yeah, I think hub. about it too. I have the physical copy at home. Mm, I've think I thought about it, and I've heard it's smutty in a really fucked up way. I've heard that too, and I'm kind. Of, I'm curious. Oh no! I don't want to ever have to have a conversation about Colleen Hoover books again. I agree, but yeah, I think I think if I'm going to pick up another Colleen Hoover book. At some point in my life, it's going to end up being that one in a really, really desperate moment of <laughs> like, like it's not going to be a time I am proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's so hard, you know. Oof, 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 oof. oof, oof, I, was, oof, oof. I had an, I had something I was about to say, and then I forgot. What was I gonna say? No idea, honestly. Completely went out of my head. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait, I got the ick from Atlas a couple of times. I, I, I got the ick from through. Atlas a lot. Yeah, okay. There was one thing. He was, like, watching Lily or something. He was too respectful, which I understood was, was necessary, but... Like, uh, show a little... Be a little mean. Not, yeah. like, mean, but you know what I mean. Like, be a little... He was 100% a simp, but, not, but like, too much, you know? Too much of a simp, yeah. Like, I think, here's my, my hot take of the week. I think a man should absolutely be a simp for a woman in that kind of relationship because if it is the other way around, it's cringy. Mm-hmm. Like, no. You can both be a simp for each other, but I think that if there's a man in a relationship like this, he needs to be more of the simp for it to work out. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Okay, there was one part where he goes, oh, this is like from their first date night. Okay. <coughs> goes, I can't wait until you don't have a cough anymore so I can go back to passively editing these podcasts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Every time you cough, I have to go back to my laptop. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It'll be gone eventually, I think. <laughs> we can hope. We can only hope. Um, 
I'm genuinely very sorry about that. Um, Okay. Everyone handles stress differently, and none of those ways is necessarily wrong. But Lily handles it with grace. And grace just happens to be the quality I find the most attractive in people. Or it, it, I, like, that just gives off, like, I really like that she doesn't show her emotions very much. Yeah. You're like, right. Like, she, you know, like, she puts a lid on it. And I really find that attractive in people. When they handle <laughs> really fucked up shit, being in abusive relationships, being about, they handle it with grace. Yeah, I find hold that it very all attractive. In. Yeah, like that's what it was giving. Even though, like, I don't think that was the intention, but it was just like, mm, no, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so funny. I'm trying to look at my notes and highlights. Those I literally highlighted that in the TikTok thing, and that is it. Other than that, I just blew through the rest of it. I was just making little notes that were kind of mean. Like, hmm. uh, when Atlas gives Josh his credit card, I was like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> oh. Don't do that. <laughs> um, when Josh and Theo, what, what was his name? The Theo? other kid? The, the therapist kid? Yeah, yeah. Theo. Okay. When Josh and Theo met, my note was, they're going to be in love. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. <laughs> uh, when Lily was like, I don't know where he finds that patience because I kind of want him to take his clothes off and I don't know what else it says. I'm not going to tap on it. But I was like, this is the most real she's been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, like, her character felt very real in It Starts With Us. Or Literally. Mm, it ends with us. It ends <laughs> when, with us, the first one. When Atlas, like, is sitting with Emerson and he, like, brushes her hair back and whatever. And he's like, this could, like, be my daughter. My note was, okay, I'm soft. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, like. Okay, you got me. <laughs> he goes, this could be the first time I'm spending time Literally. with okay. somebody who ends up becoming one of the most important people in my life. I'm weak. All right, I'm weak. I'm weak for that. I, I'll, yeah. I'll give. I'll give her this one. <laughs> this, this singular point. Yeah. <laughs> too funny they're young lily's like how old is she at this point like 24 i could literally not tell you okay (laughs) the timing is all over the place oh i liked how when i don't know what was going on but he was atlas was thinking about like books to get for ryle or something Mm -hmm. or no 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 he was thinking about books to get for josh Mm-hmm. In, in to to supplement the manga like the, and the, the manga he was reading yeah and he and uh she one of the books is man enough which is uh justin balducci's baldoni. book yeah i know baldoni, baldoni. but what yeah. am i trying what is my brain doing balducci this balducci who's balducci <laughs> whose last name is that i don't know i don't know either was that my math teacher in high school <laughs> was there a teacher named balducci yeah. What? I don't know. I'm sorry. But I was like, oh, okay. Little nod. That was cute. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's because he's making the movie. That's for... it. Yeah. That's where oh, I'm duh. going with this. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but, um... That yeah. just shows how thrown together this book was, though. No, it really was. Because that, that project is what had been in the works for the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I think it should be, have, like, they should be taking their time with it. But also, 
I don't know. Things take. They're not even filming yet, right? They haven't even casted no. people. I know they've. No, they have started casting people. Important um, people. I don't know. I know, but it's confirmed that Justin Baldoni is in it. He's going to have a role in it. See, I think that he could have been Ryle. But he's so nice that I can't see him being Ryle. You know? Yeah. But he, he looks like Ryle. <laughs> in my head. <laughs> he's big. But- he looks like he could be a doctor. So then who could be at- – because – no, no, no. Because then there's all this – Wait, is she setting it up for him to be Atlas? Atlas? Because all I felt like there was an emphasis on like he looks like a Greek god, like he's Greek kind <gasps> of looking. You're and right, Justin, and Justin Baldoni fits that. You're so right. Have we just cracked the code that probably a bunch of other people did? <laughs> uh, what's who the guy for from Divergent that everybody says they want him to be Ryle? He could be Ryle. Yeah, I could he's see that. Playing, he's playing a Ryle character right now in The White Lotus. I want to watch that. It looks good. You, sh- you should. All right. It is okay. good. Yeah, I guess it will. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I, I could it's see good. him being Ryle. I just thought in my head, right, Ryle is bigger than Atlas. I know, like, they're no, putting Atlas- it in the book that it's the other way around. But in my head, when I read the first book, I was like, Ryle, big boy, Atlas, scrawny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know that's not the case because i know atlas was like military and everything he probably has some muscles but and now atlas... they're doing the whole greek god thing but no and i think atlas is technically taller than ryle okay then i would love to see justin be atlas i just but need they're supposed more of to him be younger screen. like i feel like so much of this is how young lily and atlas are still <sighs> fuck so who's he gonna be <laughs> Just cast new people. Yeah, I feel the same. Like, I feel like this has enough star power behind it where they could really put new people on the map with Except this Except I do, I am team Sadie for young Lily. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, if I had to put somebody who has an actual known name in it, I would, I would put her. She's just so perfect for that role. Okay, so like he, Justin Baldoni, he's 38. I'm sorry, they're supposed to be oh like, God, he is 24, 25. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because Lily met I Ryle. They were 30. No, no, Lily's young. Oh, wow. And Atlas but is Ryle's only, a what, doctor. two years older? I know, Ryle's older. How old is Lily in It Ends With Us? <laughs> Character <Sorry>. ages. 23 <laughs> year old. So how old's Ryle? He's got to be like twenty, at least, because he, he's he they inherited money. He but he's a resident, uh-huh. so he's not a full doctor yet. So he's probably twenty eight, twenty nine. Atlas is two years older than Lily, right? Twenty five, and then so Ryle I think is twenty eight or twenty nine. Okay. Okay. I don't think Justin could pass as a 25-year-old. He's just no. such a man, you know? He's such a man. He's such a man. In the best way, but yeah, In he's the a man. best way. It is a rare occasion where we're both able to, like, blush over a man on the podcast. <laughs> I'm but smiling he, so he, I'm grinning. I'm, my, my toes are wiggling. Like, yeah. I just, he will always be my Raphael, you know? 
you know? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Him. It might be time for a rewatch of Jane the Virgin. I think I I've watched just... that show all the way through three times. <laughs> I've never seen it all the way through. <gasps> Please, you have to watch it all the way through. It's so good. It's very easy watching. I know. It is. I know it is. But it's like, I think that the dr- the drama telenovela aspect of it got annoying it. to me at oh it just does something for me <laughs> yeah i wish more shows had that <laughs> justin Aldoni's long hair <sighs> he's just such a man and he's so in tune with like how horrible men are and how they should be better Yep. But he's also, like, I love how he incorporates how, like, society has failed men and created this problem. And in a way where it's, like, this is what needs to be fixed. Like, (laughs) But, like, I I appreciate the take from him. Like, I don't think I could take, like, I don't think I could hear this from another man. But hearing it from him where he's, like, men do deserve, they deserve better because what they have right now is creating so many problems for Mm -hmm. everybody. Like, if somebody else said that, I'd be like, men do not deserve better. Fuck you. Agree, agree. But, like, from him, I'm like, yes. Yes, I, I fully and agree. Have, and I have those thoughts on my own where I'm like, yes, they do deserve better. But from another man, it just, like, you know, falls I flat. I completely like, agree. Fuck I think you. it also is, like, he's just the epitome of what a man should be. You know what I mean? I hope he, I hope it's all real. I hope it's all real too. I want to read his book. We should cover his book. <laughs> Man enough. Yeah. Yeah. We absolutely should. Perhaps. Perhaps. He, Although we tr- really try not to read books by men. <laughs> we really do. He could, he could get a pass. I would give him a pass, but it would be like the one man book we read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aliana. I think Aliana's met him. Really? Uh, yeah, he's Baha'i. So he's part of the Baha'i community oh, in LA. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Her fiancés definitely spent time with him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. My Rafael Solano. I missed that show. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> today's episode, episode has been brought to you by Justin Felton. Yeah. Uh, you know how that is. Um, so what do you rate this book? It was so dumb. Yeah. Uh, That's your rating? <laughs> yeah. This book was a waste of time. Agree. Uh, I don't like that's the thing. It's like, what was this book intended to be? It was intended to be a little happy story about Lily and Alice. Yeah. And like, a, it was like closure, I think. It was closure, but it was like, I got closure from the last book and I could have, I could have gotten enough closure from her just saying in an interview, oh yeah, Lily and Atlas end up together and they, they're very happy. After. Yeah. Oh, I did think it was funny that the kid Theo was making a bunch of jokes about how corny, um, the like, was the fish stop that, swimming. Just, stop swimming now, and then I like how in their vows he like added that thing that Theo yeah. said to the bottom. I was like, yeah. okay, that was funny. All right, at least that there's an acknowledgement of like the corniness, like that you can joke about it. Yeah, like we know this is really corny. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll give it. I'm gonna give two point seven five. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm between like a two point five and a three. 
So Let's I just guess. do three. We can round up. Okay. Let's, three let's give it a three. <laughs> bonus bonus points from whatever I said she got points for before. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I could have gone without this book. I think her little fan club will eat it up probably. But will they? I don't yeah. Know. I feel like they will. Yeah. They like her weird well. writing. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. Who knows? But <sighs> yeah, so this is a three. Uh, like we said, this will be the last Coho book we cover. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank God. Which is really funny because all every single Coho book we've covered, those episodes are in our top ten most listened to episodes. I think top five. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not, like, just guessing. I mean, I'm, when I look at our top ten listen to episodes on No, Anchor, I know. I think they're actually in the top five, though. Really? I don't think so. Are they not? But I, I thought they know did the that, best. No, no. But I do know that... Oh, you're going to make me sign in? I don't know our login. <laughs> I, it's always signed in on my phone. Oh, I did it. It saved it for me. Oh, Show me nice. my top ten episode rankings. Verity is quite literally about to pass our song of Achilles episode. No way! (laughs) Episode, yeah. Verity has like 13,000 or 1,300 views and Achilles has 1,400. Verity has that many? Yeah. What the fuck? How many? Wait, how many Coho books have we covered? Maybe you're right. Maybe they are. Verity, November 9th, and it starts, it ends with us. Oh, they all are in our top five. See? You're right. Verity is the top. It ends with us is right under that. November 9th is our fifth book. Our fifth episode. Like, surpassed book lovers. The only things in our top five that are not Coho books are The Song of Achilles and We Were Liars, which are our original episodes. That's That have just had a longer time to get and accrue listens. I better. I think if we did an Akatar episode, I know people would eat I that shit up. I think we should. I think I want to reread it so badly. Me too. I'm craving that. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Gabby, has been reread. Uh, has been reading it for the first time, and the the ability to hold things back is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. I've almost mm-hmm. accidentally spoiled things for her, like just because I don't remember what happened in those books, but I remember mm-hmm. like the big things. Mm-hmm. Too funny. Um, See, I've reread them now. I think twice. Yeah, yeah. I want to read. Let's do Throne of Glass too. I really want to do Throne of Glass. I need to not be in school to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You can't time manage. <laughs> I literally was just talking about this in my therapy session. How. Like, I, I dedicated, like, half of my therapy session to uh, my procrastination issues and how much <laughs> stress it causes me. And Yeah. But, yeah. And I, I know I'm – let me t- play my tiny little violin, but, like, I don't know why I can't fucking bring myself to do the shit I have to do maybe before – Adderall. <laughs> maybe I do. <laughs> I think perhaps that should be something you explore. It might help. <laughs> I don't want to. I will tell you that 
my pre-workout has like some of the things that Adderall has in it. And on the days that I don't work out, I genuinely cannot focus. I think it genuinely has something to do with like the pre-workout. Um, yeah. Mm. Can I just say that our now I'm looking at what our least listened to episode is. <laughs> and is it is it? it is the episode we did last book miss, a season for second chances, that book. That was a really bad book. It was a really bad book. I'm reading The Twelve Dates of Christmas by the same author right now. Uh-huh. How is so, that? Not as bad as the season for second chances. Okay. But wait, I kinda hate our lower ones. Why are there not like the newer episodes? Obviously the Atlas Paradox is down there because that just came out yesterday. Right. Yeah. But the nonfiction episode we did last book miss. <laughs> the holiday switch, the fan fiction swap. Duke actually. Justice for Duke actually. Go listen Duke to our Duke actually. actually episode. That book was so good. We're going to cover the next one or the first one next week. I just think like fewer people read those books. I know. Also, we weren't that popular in December 2021. We, we grew a lot in the last year. Have we actually? Even our Christmas special. At the time, our Christmas special was like our most listened to episode besides Song of Achilles and We Were Liars. But it only has 49 listens. God damn! What the fuck? And now we now have we average Verity about with 13. Yeah, we average about hundred listens every episode now. Okay, that's gross. usually more, but like first week, usually about hundred listens. That's How crazy, fun. actually. That are like our bottom barrel books are like ones from last year. That's really funny. How fun! Look at us. I wonder. Welcome, look at us. Look at us growing. Just- just a couple of dudes. If you ever see oh, us covering another Coho book, you know it's because our listens are down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, uh, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Before we part, we'd just like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on, if applicable. If you have any further questions regarding topics discussed throughout the episode, feel free to join our Hardcover Hose Discord server via the link in the show notes or send us an email at hardcoverhosepod at gmail.com. Feel free to recommend books to cover in future episodes as well. As always, I am Sam Cabrera-Dixon. I'm Sammy Scorstad. And this has been an episode of Hardcover Hose. If you enjoyed this listening experience and you'd like to follow along with us next time, the next book on our to-be-read list is A Princess for Christmas by Jenny Holiday. Until we meet again, enjoy your reading. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.